to the People at Your Service podcast, known as PAYS, or P-A-Y-S, where we're honored to introduce you, the audience, to an awesome person of service. I'm your host, Steve King, founded our company, People at Your Service, in 2016, 53 years old, and have been blessed over those years to meet incredible people of service, and excited to share uh, one of them today with our audience. So, uh, Miss Alexia, thank you for being here. It's awesome to have you, Great to see you. on Grandma's Comfy Love Seat here. So uh, each episode we're joined live and in person at uh, Global Headquarters of People at Your Service in Norwood, Ohio, just outside of Cincinnati from our podcast studio known as Grandma's Comfy Couch Room or Grandma's Comfy Love Seat Room or Davenport Room. We'll tell you about that in a second. Um, and, and in honor of my saint of a mother-in-law, Peg Ainge. So Peg... Uh, passed away in August of 2021 and was just a, an unbelievable prayer warrior and person of service. And Alexia, in my life, grandmas have been just incredible people of service. Uh, Peg to my uh, kids, my mom to my kids as a grandma to my kids, uh, and my grandmothers were just awesome. And uh, so it's really fun to have just awesome guests like you kind of here in the studio. So thank you for making the trek toward the end of the day and kind of carving out some time. So I really appreciate you being here. My pleasure. Yes. And so um, on the couch today, we've got Miss uh, Alexia Zagoras. And uh, it's it's great. Alexia is a new friend. And we'll get into some of that here in just a minute. As we were talking about off air, we break the podcast into six episodes. So we'll do a little intro. We'll do a little person of service, whoever's on your heart that you'd like to give a shout out to and talk about as a person of service. A little getting to know you, some speed dating questions. You in 2022 will roll the dice. You practiced well off air, so that was good. I can do that. For yes, sure. and and then we will do our podcast goodbyes here. So you ready? Yep. Awesome. So I'm going to yield the microphone to you to introduce yourself to the audience. Well, first, let me say this couch looks very familiar. My grandmother, <laughs> yes, who went by Yaya because she's Yaya, Greek. Yaya. Yes. There was a crocheted blanket on the back, yes. and it had a little bit of wood on it where yours doesn't, but it's definitely in the same it, it, genre of It is of in the couch. same genre. We so had very comfortable. Yaya, and we had Nanan from um, Jennifer Spicer was here a few weeks ago, and I think her grandma was Nanan, Italian. Mm-hmm. Yours is Yaya. That's awesome. Yes. So and Yeah, yeah. The, the aroma of her home. Anytime I smell <laughs> dill, I think of my Yaya. So. That is great. Yes. Well, introduce yourself. Yeah, here, my so. name is Alexia Zagoras, yeah. and I am an executive coach, and I do leadership development training. I'm also the executive director of the Karen Wellington Foundation for Living with Breast Cancer. Yeah. So what else about me? I'm a mom of yeah. two adult kids mm. who are no longer on my cell phone plan or yeah. insurance policy. That's when you've really kind of broken, <laughs> right? I do. mean, yeah, that, that is the tipping point. Health insurance and cell phone <laughs> and 
living on their own. Um, both of them are highly creative, awesome kids. Oh, wow. Soon to be stepmom to two more who are in their wow, 20s. Yeah. And excited about that, too. Yeah. Growing family. And soon to be. So share a little bit about that soon to be, what's yeah. happening in your life there. So I'm engaged to Kent Wellington, yes. who was a host or who was a, um, yeah, guest, he was a guest on the show. Absolutely, Kent's guest. So yeah, we do a lot of service together. Yeah. Yeah. And so you've got the big date is September 5th, September 5th. Mm-hmm. You know, what else is great that happened on September 5th or happens on September 5th? Is it your birthday? My birthday. Is that right? It is. <laughs> so thank you guys we'll for be celebrating. You, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure you will. So we'll send up a firecracker <laughs> or two for you. So congratulations in advance on the upcoming wedding, and that's really, really exciting. And certainly uh, you guys are a wonderful couple together and both new friends as we've gotten to know each other here. So um, so talk a little bit about your day job of kind of executive coach. Love to learn more about mm-hmm. that. And then we can talk a little bit about the Karen Wellington Foundation and just we'll kind of flow from there. So. Sure. Sure. Um, uh, my day job, basically, I, I coach people. I help them be, to become better leaders. Yeah. I believe that unless you are leading yourself, it's very difficult to lead others. Mm. And some of the things that I employ as I coach are, we talk a lot about mission, which is your core values. Yeah. And I help people write a personal mission statement, oh, nice. which transcends all of your life. Yeah. So it goes from, from work to community to home to relationships. What is it that you are all about? What do you mm. value? Mm. And that mission statement anchors you in your truth. Um, and then it helps to guide you in the decisions that you make. Yeah. So we do a lot of vision work, um, which basically is where are you going? Yeah. What's the next thing on the horizon for you? Is with individuals? With individuals. Individual. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, Perfect. and yeah. you know, it's, it's interesting about that. We do that for organizations. We do vision casting. We do dreaming. We sit down and we have these sessions yeah. about where are we going as an organization? How much do we want to, how much good do we want to do in the world? And who do we want to be working with? But we don't do it for ourselves a lot. Yeah. So um, this encompasses the whole spectrum of mm. your life. And we end up writing a personal strategic plan for yeah. each of the folks I work with. So so as a leader, if I can ask you for some free coaching. Sure. So I'm going to take advantage of you being on Grandma's Comfy Couch. So, um, Be careful about that. So I know. <laughs> I, this is. So um, so we have a, a purpose, what we call a purpose statement here. and But I don't have one myself. Should Should they be... Uh, different or how does that how does that work you know because I spend so much of my time and energy and effort and kind of pouring into that how does that work here? well because you own this company yeah I would assume that your mission statement or your purpose statement has yeah. a lot to do with your personal yes. purpose yeah because you probably created this company for a greater purpose yeah which is amazing yeah. a lot of people don't do that um, but yeah I would say that your core values of your company probably are your core values right um, we could look at that that mission statement and see how that applies to your personal life as well because really it can't just apply to your vocation yeah. it has to apply to the whole bigger picture yeah it, and and it does and i sometimes wrestle with that a little bit but i don't wrestle with that a little bit it's funny i've talked to our mutual friend vanessa a lot about that and i ask her for counsel and wisdom because she's been a great just sounding board for me because she's worked at a lot of different places and so I, I'm, I'm always grateful for her because uh, sometimes I do kind of come at it personally and, you know, as a, as a Christian business leader, how does that work and how does that all intersect? And so anyway, so you help people like me kind of figure all that stuff out. Well, yeah. And, and the more you grow, the more your impact, yeah. the more you start to think about things like legacy, yeah. succession. Mm. You know, how do you want this to continue in the world? If this is really important, then it should continue. Right. So 
that's what we work on. We work on the big picture stuff, but we get granular mm. on what are you going to do tomorrow? Wow. What are you going to do when you wake up in the morning? Mm. How are you going to treat your family when you go home at the end of the yeah. day? And I absolutely love it. Now, that is the coaching part of what I yeah, do. Yeah, sure. The other part is I go into companies and just do leadership development training, okay. which really helps people. And I and I work one-on-one with a lot of those folks as well. And um, leadership is free. Yeah, It is It is a, a free commodity that is out there. All we have to do is get out of our own way mm. and understand that leadership is really about service. So yeah. the fact that you're... Business is all about service. Yes. Um, yes. It's about love. Leadership is love. It's about connecting with mm. people, making sure that their needs are met. Yeah. Um, and then we have to get out of our own way because our pride and our ego and, you know, our selfish needs get in the way of yeah. serving others. So when you have met your own, when you know how to lead yourself yeah. and take care of yourself, then you can do it. It's no different than the analogy of putting the the mask on yourself if you're in an airplane and the oxygen mask drops down, you put it on yourself and then you put it on others. So we're going to talk about Karen Wellington Foundation in a minute, but but just while you're talking about service Mm -hmm. and leadership and and just care for others and things, which is awesome and it's very affirming because that's what what we're trying to do here for sure. So where did that come from for you? Like, are there, is there a person or people of service that kind of breathe that into you or how did you get to be this person that's now going out and coaching and teaching and, and, and radiating that? Uh, for me, it was a, I would say a hard, um, pressing through journey for me. Okay. It wasn't like I was 13 years old and tapped on the shoulder and they were like, you need to be X, Y, and Z. I was in the middle of the pack. Yeah. I was always very engaging with people. I was, I come from an ethnic family, so I just loved people in mm. general and my father, he is the guy who was welcoming everybody into our home from mm. all over the globe, every continent. We had over for every holiday. He was a professor. Wow. So we had this student potty that kind of wandered in and out of our house. We never knew who was coming for dinner. Yeah. Um, Here in was, Cincinnati or where? It was in Louisville, Kentucky. In Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Got it, got it. He was a professor of dentistry of all okay. things. So wow. it didn't really match up with the cultural piece, but he, that, was, that was his gift to anybody he met was just loving people. And I... And I kind of picked up on that as a kid and mm. thought, I just want to get to know people. I want to understand people. And I thought that might mean being a therapist or being in that field and um, ended up having some strong communication skills. So I went down that path. Yeah. And it just turns out that communication, leadership, and you know this idea of coaching and really helping people to flourish where they are kind of just went hand in hand right. as I went on my own leadership journey wow. through my 20s and 30s. And I got plugged into a leadership role at the age of 36 and I was okay. way over my head in yeah. it and just Me leaned too. heavily on coaches and mentors through that journey. So did you, uh, at the time that you were going through that, did you feel over your head at the time? 100%. Yeah, you did. Okay. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah. I knew it. And I had, you know, they always talk about Henry Ford, didn't know all the answers, but he had like this panel of experts. Sure. And he knew what button to push. Yeah. That was me. I had people, <laughs> like I just lined up everybody and I was like, okay, 911 yeah. on these six people. Oh, good for you. Yeah. So you're good. I mean, that's smart, right? Because I think, I would say, I don't think when I was in my early to mid 30s, that I probably was very smart about that, of, of reaching out and asking for help. And it's funny, I was just recapping the story over the weekend with a friend kind of talking about some of my CentOS days and I got sent out to New York to run an operation. I was ill-equipped for that for sure. 
and probably did not ask for enough help. So that's good. So you've been good about reaching out and asking for help at an even early age. Yeah, I think so. I've also read a lot of books. You know, I just was a junkie for yeah. now that podcasts exist. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like just go for a run and you can <laughs> download a bunch of information. But yeah, I was, I've always, and my first book I ever read was by Leo Buscaglia. Okay. I don't know if you remember him. He was kind of a 70s guru on yeah. love. And I was in high school, you know, wow. so I was reading this material thinking, yeah. oh, that's the way life should be. And why is it not? And how can I get there? And so it's just been this, you know, ever meandering journey to get where I am today. Wow. So. And so, so your dad modeled that. You kinda, you've gotten a lot of that from him, it sounds like. And others, any others that, that are kind of formative? I mean, I, my sense is you've got a lot of people that have breathed into you over the years here. So Definitely. I mean, if, for every era of my life, I've had you know people that have stepped in. Mm. I would say both of my parents are highly creative, highly engaged people. They're curious about the world, yeah. not afraid of learning new things or starting new hobbies. It, like my mother started doing reenactments. My mother's British. Mm. She lives in England and she started doing reenactments at the age of, I want to say 70. Wow. Sewing clothes and going out in like the Edwardian period or the Tudors or even like a forties a world war two kind of, and there's reenactments all over Europe. So, <laughs> and they go back a lot further than the U S so exactly. um, just parties and, and people bringing poetry to the table and just being, um, being highly engaged in the world. Wow. So I've always loved that. Um, I wish I was more like that than they, but I feel like they had the luxury of their, their era. You know, I'm just busier now than mm. they ever were. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, my father passed away a few years ago and I promised him, that was one of the things I promised him. I would always keep my mind open to learning new things and understanding the world. Wow. What great role models. I mean, just yeah. great. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you, um, in addition to being a coach, you are also uh, head up the Karen Wellington Foundation. Would you share a little bit about that? Sure. So the Karen Wellington Foundation, the mission is to put fun on the calendars of women and yeah. families who are living with breast cancer. So we all know what cancer looks like. Yeah. It looks like oncology appointments and surgeries and recoveries and scans and bad news, bad mm. things on the calendar. Mm. We put fun. So it's spa days, vacations, anywhere from South Florida to Maui to Lake Michigan. Um, we also do concerts. Bengals were hot this year, tickets to the Bengals game. Yeah. We just sent people wherever, as close as we can to where they want to go. Yeah. We do that through in-kind giving. So the people who donate their vacation home or tickets or any kind of in-kind gift, um, we pass it along to mm. them, to the, our women. And we serve about 700 women a year oh, as wow. of this year. Yeah. Um, started with one gift. So Karen is the late wife of yeah. my fiance, Kent Wellington. Yeah. And when she passed away, they started a fund right. and they gave one vacation. Mm. Um, I met Kent and started working with him yeah. through the foundation. And uh, we became friends and later started mm. dating. And here we are five wow. years later. Um, yeah. Wow. It's an amazing story. One that... Um, I just, I think it's precious. Yeah. And and so, as you mentioned, Kent was a guest, right? So uh, Kent and his late wife, Karen, you know, during their 30s, right? I think it was that really she battled and battled for 10 years before passing when she was 40. Right? She lived. It, it, she actually lived. Um, and I think that that was what people remember most you. about her yeah. is that Thank she... You. 
Um, we the word living is in our the name. It's baked right into what we do. Okay. And, and every woman who encounters this foundation, yeah, we hope will encounter the idea of living. Yeah. And we hope that our volunteers and our board and you and anyone listening mm. will say, you know, what's it going to take for me to embrace living? Mm. Um, is it good? Do I have to look at a at, at a diagnosis or a catastrophe or some something that's going to stop me in my tracks? Or can I embrace that philosophy right. and live it? Yeah. And that I think is what drew me to it originally. Um, and then I, it just continues to drive me as I continue to build out a team of people who share that wow. wherever we can. And so, so as we kind of pivot into kind of you in 2022, and maybe, maybe we can talk first about the Karen Wellington foundation in 2022, you know, what's on the horizon uh, you guys have grown tremendously, 700 women. I mean, that's incredible n- numbers, and but so many more to serve and so many more to help, you know, to, to live and kind of put fun in, which is yeah. really awesome. So where do you see this going? What's the vision? We, the sky's the limit, really. Um, we are looking, obviously, the first thing is, is the foundation is all here, is here for people to nominate their loved ones yeah. or someone they know. So we always say give first, and mm-hmm. that just means go nominate someone, someone you know, a neighbor, even if someone that you don't know that well. Um, it could really change their path. Yeah. So um, that's an important, the number one thing about us. Uh, we are obviously looking for people who have vacation homes right. or tickets that they're not using, sure, and yeah. we can match them up with somebody. We like to connect people with fun. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so any donations that way, our website is equipped to handle awesome. all inbound inquiries and of course we're here to serve women and, and one of the things that i've learned is you you have done these tremendous vacations and getaways and things and that's certainly welcome right so again if you have a vacation home you'd like to donate please do so but i think one of the things i've learned is that also in addition to that it is just sometimes days or even just hours yeah. of of fun and, and right salon we, spa we have days a family in montgomery right up the street here, mm-hmm. who has a beautiful pool in their backyard. Mm. They're donating a day at their pool to mm. a family with oh, a wow. young boy. And they're going to put out all the, you know, fun mm. toys and let this family just have one day because they can't travel right now. Yeah. So that is a fun day. Wow. Um, Kings Island is a fun day. Yeah. A spa experience for a mom and a daughter or right. best friends mm. is, a, is a day to just unplug from cancer and forget about it. Yeah. Wow. And so if you would, uh, wouldn't mind sharing, so you've got some events coming up, I think in September, right? We so, do. We yeah. have, oh my gosh, we have um, our first ever 5K, which okay. is September the 10th. Yeah. We have a backyard party called Barnstock that's in um, Anderson. Okay. And that's the Sunday, the 26th. Oh, wow. We have of, of, of September. No, of of June of this of month. June. Oh, yeah. oh June yeah. twenty sixth. Okay, got it. So yeah. let's see. I can't even. Yeah. I, all of our events are on our website. What, are the, what is Barnstock? Barnstock? I mean, I'm is I, kind of like Woodstock, only you know not as big. Yeah, yeah. But it is this this family has a barn in their backyard that yeah. is an exceptional barn. It's awesome. And they open it up and open up their backyard, have a band, oh and food gosh. trucks, and all the proceeds from that event are going to come back to us. Oh so my gosh! Wow. We're excited about That's, that. We yeah. any excuse to party? Oh, well, mm. we have a Reds game coming up on yeah. the twenty second. Anything nice. that we can do to get out and have fun, we do. So yeah. we put fun on our own calendars as well. Oh, that's terrific. That's awesome. So um, so I, I want to make sure we'll come back to 
websites and all that stuff sure. in terms of how people can connect and, and make sure that they get uh, uh, connected that way. So, um, so in addition to the Karen Wellington side of things and all the important things that are happening there, you've got, as you mentioned, kind of the upcoming wedding, mm-hmm. which is, is terrific. So you've got some things happening there. Anything else in 2022, the second half as we kind of, you know, uh, round second and start to kind of head into that second half here that you want to share? I think just continuing to build leaders, mm. you know, that that's really my passion is building confidence in men and women who and helping them to see that's why the, the mission work is really important to helping them to see like really who they are and what they bring to the world and yeah. how to share that and just continue to develop people. Um, obviously, my marriage, um, one of the exciting things about the marriage is that Kent and I have an opportunity. We've been doing this since we met. Yeah. I mean, we came together kind of under ministry work. Yeah. Is that we have an opportunity to grow that. Um, so that's like, you know, September 5th and beyond. Yes. Um, what does that look like? So we're dreaming about that. And we're working on those kinds of things. Um, there's, there's him and there's her and then there's us, right? Mm. And a lot of people just kind of coexist in their marriages. But coming together in a, an intentional way and thinking yeah. about, what impact we have as a married couple is exciting. Yeah. That's an adventure that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I, I am too. I'm excited to watch you guys do that and how that all unfolds and the things that you get involved with. Um, you, We've seen each other the last couple of months at the Bridge Series mm-hmm. that um, Graydon Law Firm, Kent's Law Firm, the, the law firm that Kent's part of, puts on with, with Haran, in conjunction with Haran. And that has been fantastic. I mean, that's like one of the greatest, I think, just kind of networking, I'll say, events because you get this introduction to these wonderful people of service, right? I mean, not only seeing people like you and others that are there, but also Jennifer Spicer, that's where I met her. So Amy Thompson from uh, Cincinnati Youth Collaborative was there this past. I mean, so you guys doing things like that together, right? I think um, you know, bringing that forth is really tremendous. I mean, what a, what a great opportunity. Yeah, Kent sees opportunities like that. Mm. And um, the Bridge Series is just one example of the many things he does. Yeah. But he loves to bring people together to elevate the good that's happening yeah. and, and give people an opportunity, a pathway to step in and be part of that. And um, there's something out there for everyone. Yeah. You know, it's not this or that. It's the multitude of things. Right. Um, I just think about people in my neighborhood who serve others, you know, just naturally, mm. you know, and um, the thing about coming together under an organization is that you can have more impact when you work together. Yeah. So that's what he does. He's just habitually doing that. He's well, been doing that for many, many years. He, he is. He's natural. And I think you're natural at that. So you guys together, I, I, I often talk, talk to the team about one plus one equaling three or more. And I, and I really mean that in, in your case, I, I think you guys together you know, Kent plus you, just the the impact that you guys have um, together and the ability to kind of bring all of these things and and just to, you know, really continue to breathe into the community of Cincinnati is, I mean, it's, it really is wonderful. I mean, it's, it's a terrific, when I think about people of service that we want to introduce the audience to and highlight, I mean, that's, that's right at the top of my list. So yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, you know, I mean... One of the things that Kent does is the Saturday Hoops program. You guys yeah, probably yeah, talked about that sure. a little bit. And, um, you know, I thought, no, I'm not cut out for Saturday Hoops. That's yeah. a little bit more. I was like, I'll stick to the adults. <laughs> I'm not going for kids, you know. And, of course, you know, I went and volunteered a little and 
met a young lady named Shalila, mm. and we hit it off. She was 12 at the time. She's now turning 17, wow. going into her senior year. So, I mean, as I think about ways in the next com- the upcoming year, school year in particular, this is her final year of high school. And, mm. Um, she leans on me when she needs me and she's like any other teenager. I'm not cool anymore. So, (laughs) but, but we do connect frequently and, um, you know, my hope and prayer for her is that she will finish strong and find her next thing, whether that's college or work or trade school. So, and and just to start that relationship and be able to have that for five years and then you can, you've got the the next Shalila and the next person that you're going to be working with, which is, which is really fun. So, Well, how do you feel about rolling the dice? Can you roll the dice? I can do that. Let's see if you can keep them in the container. Okay, I'll do that. Oh, they both bounced out. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's all right. That is a nine. And number nine. Excellent. Uh-oh. That's funny. I, I jinxed you on that for sure. So number nine. So, is that the hardest question on there? So this is uh, this is a great question because I say that to every single time. I, I read these questions. It's just a habit now. So, so give us a little humble brag. So I, I, I know you don't like to do this, and Kent doesn't like to do this. You guys are humble and you're servant-hearted. But, you know, what's a blessing that you're proud of that we can celebrate with you? A blessing that I'm proud of that you guys can celebrate with me? I think, oh gosh, this is kind of a upside down, but I think I think that when we started this interview, you asked me how I got here, and yeah. I think the humble brag really is that I'm a courageous person yeah. and I'm, I'm willing to go there yeah. for myself, which means I'm willing to go there with others. Mm. So the hard things I don't shy away from mm. for myself Yeah, because if I did, I would not, I would, I would kind of be a, a little cloaked, you know, and yeah. not, not fully um, transparent, you know, like I, I had to go through my own hard work and we all have to do that. And those who skirt around it yeah. or pretend it doesn't exist are ones that, never see the fruit mm. of doing that work yeah. because there is something so beautiful on the other side yeah. of that. Love so that. I think that if there's one thing I could say, if anybody's listening, yeah. just do the hard work, <laughs> do it, um, find confidant, find somebody, whoever that might be to share that with. I love that. And I love the courageous and the, and the, and again, we talk here about being brave, right? Being, I mean, just you, you've got to step out of your comfort zone sometimes, right? And and um, and just take on a challenge that you might not otherwise do, or maybe you didn't foresee yourself doing. Um, and you doing that, where like, can you remember like when that first happened, or maybe even maybe maybe not when it first happened, but just a challenge in particular that you kind of had to like. I got to either go forward or. Oh my gosh. Well, where did we start? Uh, yeah, um, pick one. <laughs> I will just say that since we're talking about my dad, the most recent was my dad passed away uh, in 2019. Right. And that was like having the rug pulled out from underneath mm. me. Even though I didn't see him every day, yeah. he was such a strong presence for me. And that I just got on very unsteady ground. Mm. And then COVID hit shortly thereafter. Yeah, right. And I was just kind of not feeling solid. Yeah. Um, and I had to really work through um, the grief, number mm. one, yeah. and then the sense of loss and some disappointment in there too. Mm. You know, as much as my dad was this big iconic figure and everybody loved my dad, yeah. um, there were some things that were, you know, I had to I had to wrestle with. Mm. And we had, my dad and I had talked about those things. It wasn't like, you know, that was all swept under the rug, but 
um, it just became even more, it just became very large and, mm-hmm. and ominous. And, um, and I, and because of COVID and some of the isolation, it became, it felt bigger than what it, you know, than mm. what it may not, you know, maybe the yeah. COVID was a helpful tool for me to have to deal with it in real time rather yeah. than let it stretch out. But, um, it's just been, it's been really, really good for me to, um, put him in a really good place in, mm. for me after he's gone now and, yeah. and be able to honor him. As a matter of fact, we're honoring him. My dad was a dentist and he volunteered at this um, clinic called the Good Samaritan Health Center yeah. in Price Hill. Yeah. He gave thousands of hours over a period of 12 years. Right. We didn't know it mm. until after he passed away. We had a dentist who I met randomly. And he said, I know your dad. Like, I, I knew your dad so well. We wow. worked together all the time. So now we're putting together a, a fund so that we can hire a dentist to replace my dad, basically, because wow. he was their star volunteer. Yeah. Um, so me and my brothers have got together with the Good Samaritan Foundation, and we are putting together a pretty cool fund in wow. his memory. Oh, so awesome. it's just, it's yeah, I think that, you know, we talk a lot about lemons to lemonade yeah. at the foundation. Hmm. And I think that, you know, honoring somebody in their life after they've passed is really one just really beautiful way to do that. Absolutely. And, and can I just ask you one other thing? You kind of mentioned about courageous and then you kind of mentioned grief. And I think there's something to that. If I could just ask you to speak to that a minute, because I think sometimes we don't let ourselves grieve. We want to be strong or stoic or I don't know, whatever. Right. And my wife has lost both of her parents just in the last couple of years. So my mother-in-law passed in August of 2021. So it hasn't even yet, yet been a year. And, she lost her dad the year before. And so one of the things she's found is like, she's, you know, just allowing herself to grieve in, in a, in a really appropriate, healthy way mm-hmm. has been hard, which is like, I don't know exactly why, like we don't, you know, but uh, sometimes people have a hard time with that. So any insights that you have to the courageous side of grief here? Yeah. I think that um, grief comes in all different ways. It's not the same for anybody. That's mm. the first thing. Number two, it's, it's okay to talk about it. Hmm. A lot of people don't want to talk about it. They're like, oh, Debbie Downer, no, no, no. Right. But it's okay, especially if somebody is coming back to work after losing somebody, hmm. asking them how they're doing today, giving people space to maybe shed a few tears. Yeah. Um, I also think that we grieve over different things. And just because it's been two years or not even a year or whatever, yeah. five right, years right. or yeah, whatever, yeah. grief still comes in waves. Yeah. Um, I know recently I had a really awesome meeting with somebody, one of my clients, mm. um, coaching, cl- leadership client. Yeah, so right, anyway, right. I was talking to this guy. We were having this great thing. And I was like, in the oppor- there was an opportunity on the table that was so amazing. I wanted to pick up the phone and call my dad. Wow. And I was like, I got in the car and I started, <laughs> I'm going to cry now. But I was like, you know, so I called Kent. Right, <laughs> but right. I, Kent yes. would be first. My dad would be right up there. It's like, dad, would you believe this mm. would be so cool if I could do this? And had the opportunity, did I seal the deal? No, but it was there. And I was like, that's the person I want to call. Yeah. So we still want to do that with yeah. people. Mm. So I, I think that it's just, it's a natural thing to, to experience the, the joy of someone being in your life and the pain of yeah. letting them go. Yeah. We're human. Uh, so we've got our uh, first, so we've got five kids. Our first of the five is getting married July 2nd. So that's going to be this, mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, kind of that, bittersweet super super exciting time but also just a little sad too yeah yeah i think it's okay to you know bring something with you or you know share you know 
wrap something around the bouquet. Yeah. Or, you know, so yeah. I'm going to do that with my dad. So yeah. I'm going to have a piece of him with me. And, mm. um, so good. I just, you know, we all do it different ways. Yeah. Not to be afraid to talk about that yeah. and to share. I think that's the most healthy thing to do is to talk about that person. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thanks for the the courage, the courageousness with that. So um, if people want to connect with you on any of these things, coaching, Karen Wellington Foundation, or any of that kind of stuff, what's the best way to go about doing some of those things? Well, if they want to contact us for the foundation, it's KarenWellingtonFoundation.org. Okay. So you can go to the website, yes. click on my picture. Yeah. That way you don't have to spell my name. Yes. <laughs> and we will put this in the show notes too. I say that now. We'll oh, make sure good. we capture all that. So that's good. And my coaching is alexiazagoras.com. Okay. So spell it. You, you should spell that, okay, right? I probably should. It's A-L-E-X-I-A-Z-I-G-O-R-I-S. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And we will also put that in the show notes as well. So, so people can reach out. And are you a pretty good LinkedIn person? Can people yeah, connect sure. with you on LinkedIn and Absolutely. things as well here? So. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for being an awesome person of service. Thanks for all that you guys are doing. Best wishes to you and Kent on this wonderful, beautiful, upcoming September 5th, fantastic day of a celebration that you guys will be enjoying. And I uh, look forward to just doing a lot of great things with you guys together as this uh, wonderful couple here. So, Well, I appreciate you inviting me, and it's been great getting to know you better, Steve, yeah. and your whole team. So thanks for what you do. Yeah, thank you.